Welcome back to Progress Over Perfection. This is Russell Fugit. I'm just so happy to be back in this space with you. This episode is entitled Why We Celebrate. And I know for many of us, we think about celebrations as extravagant events. And of course, we think about birthdays and holidays and graduations and things like that. And those things are certainly important, but we're going to get a little bit deeper into celebrating. Of course, we're going to talk about uh, my wife celebrating two years of sobriety. I was uh, fortunate enough to be able to throw a party for her to celebrate this occasion with a number of her her friends and our family. And so it was really a beautiful day and a beautiful space. And we'll talk a, bit, a little bit about that. But we also want to talk about celebrating on a daily basis and what that looks like in the context of marriage and family and with friends. Again, so often we get caught up in the extravagance and what things are supposed to look like. But um, sometimes just celebrating the daily wins is what's needed, right? We're not guaranteed or promised tomorrow. And um, you never know when someone needs that encouragement, that support, that celebration, and just needs to know that they're seen and, and loved in this world. And so there's so much power in that. And so we're going to go into it. So thanks for listening. Please do share this encouragement. This is a podcast about encouragement, about insights, about sharing wisdom. And, and we're growing together and I hope you're growing together with us. And we appreciate all the people who reach out to us with their feedback. Please share, please subscribe, please please post. We're so grateful for all of you that do. And without further ado, here is Sela and I talking about why we celebrate. Thanks for listening to Progress Over Perfection. Hey, Sela, welcome back. Hey, Russ. Thanks. Hi, guys. Welcome back. It is March. It is Women's History Month. We just had International Women's Day. And in this episode, we're talking about celebrating and why we celebrate. And we have so much to celebrate. If you're able to hear this podcast, you have something to celebrate because God woke you up this morning and gave you an opportunity to be a blessing to someone and to do something great and to make the most of this day. But for us, we just recently had a celebration, a little party mm-hmm. to celebrate um, my wife's two years of sobriety. And at the day of the celebration, it was actually two, uh, about two years and 19 days, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And just under 65 million seconds, uh, 750 days, 107 weeks. I don't have all the statistics in front of me, <laughs> but I'm good at remembering numbers. So, but it was 750 days exactly, which, you know, was pretty cool, right? And you think about 65 million seconds and it was like a million minutes, <laughs> something like that. Like mil- <laughs> it was like 1.07 minutes. So one, you know, one, 1 million and 70,000 seconds or something like that. Anyway. I'm so why don't you track. tell them what you planned for me? So you guys, sure. Russell planned to meet this yeah. sobriety party. And I know this is weird for some people. They're like, you did a what? You celebrated yeah, a what? Yeah, yeah. Um, but so I'm going to let Russell tell you a little bit about what he planned. And- well, yeah, I'll, and this is also a good opportunity to share what I what I shared at this party. And I think the one thing that I've struggled with in this journey that we've had around your sobriety, and I say we've had it because it's been yes. a, a journey for us as a family and as a, yes. as a married couple, mm-hmm. but also understanding and having empathy for your challenge. Um, because just because I'm someone that I could take a drink today and then not drink again the rest of my life and be okay. You know, I might want it, but I could be okay. Um, my wife is not made that way. Yeah. And there are a lot of people in this world who were not made that way. And so um, it's it's a challenge to have, it was a challenge for me to have empathy, to understand that, to say, why can't you just stop, yeah. right? Why can't you just have, right? You know, Bible says have self-control. Why can't you just not have that anymore? Um, but 
that wasn't possible for her with a lot without a lot of, of work and support and encouragement and without celebrating the fact that she's been able to do it for over two years and continues to, to do it um, since then. So um, that was really a part of what I had to understand, what I had to understand, what I had to learn and in the power of celebrating and creating a level of accountability by the as a result of the celebration, creating memories and faces and a feeling of love and support and accountability right around um, around celebrating. So um, you know, organized a party. It was held at this really amazing place, and I'll, I'll try to remember to put the link in the yes. show notes. Uh, club one six four club the number one six four dot org, which is a sober club here in Maryland, in Annapolis, and it's a it's a it's a lounge. It's cool to have like pool tables and, mm-hmm. and uh, a full bar, a full, a full bar, but no but alcohol. No alcohol. You, you can have, have a milkshake. Yes, coffee. The, the girls had milkshakes. <laughs> Both girls milkshakes, had they weren't milkshake. bad. They have a milkshake <laughs> machine. It wasn't. They weren't bad, right? Um, you know, they have you know like you know finger foods. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's a safe place that you can come, like a third place. They have tons of uh, alcohol anonymous meetings there. Um, but it's also just a gathering space where folks walk in. They have ping, you know, ping pong tables, the TVs everywhere with you know, sports and other things on. And it's just a wonderful space. Yeah. And talking with the um, bartender, or I guess I don't know what do you call somebody. I think he's one of the part owners, manager. Okay, so manager. To, to host the event. Uh, the, yeah. the, the gentleman that was working behind the bar. Um, and I asked him, you know, like, you know, how does this work? And he said, you know, funny thing is people come in here all the time and be like, what do you got on tap? And he'll be like, well, and it really kind of opens up people to like learn about the, this place and how to support, but also what they encourage people in sobriety or that are trying to get sober is that if you are tempted, you want to go out to the bar, come and see them first. Come have a drink there, whether it be coffee, milkshake, or a Red Bull. Or soda. Yeah. Or soda, yeah, but Gatorade, just come and it. sit and talk to somebody. There's going to be people around. There were people surrounded around the bar during our party. Yeah. Um, and that was beautiful. And so they were a part of our celebration also. Yeah, some came over and ate and were, exactly. li- and were listening in. Mm-hmm. And, and I hope they were encouraged by, by what we did there. Um, so yeah, we had, you know, we had some food. We um, you know, had some cupcakes and had a friend of of Sila's uh, take some amazing photographs, amazing. and we just gathered. You know, almost all exclusively women. We had a couple of, uh, of our elder uncles um, who who were there, who bought, uh, who were able to do some of the driving, mm-hmm. um, coming from a little bit of a distance uh, in in Washington D.C. to come out to Annapolis, and so um, it was just an amazing uh, event. Um, I of course emceed it and uh, started out by um, sharing a poem, which I, you know, I wanted with your permission can, yes. can share here, please, um, with my friends, and then we had about another uh, eight or nine folks, um, including your mother and and a number of other ladies from our church and, and your friend group share. Um, but I started out our event sharing this uh, short poem. Three and a half years ago this weekend, you began your journey, not knowing where to go or what to do. We just knew that we were co- what we were committed to, loving each other and confronting this reality, telling the truth, even if you're mad at me. To see the pain and share the struggle has given us room to grow. To understand what sobriety would require, how could we ever know? Surrounded by family and friends who do the best to understand. Understanding that growth is painful, but to grow is God's plan. To be healthy and whole, how God made you to be, a healthy and whole you makes a healthy family. So we turn from soothing sips and embrace one day at a time. It works if you work it. We all know you're worth it. Now pass the mocktail with lime. (laughs) To see you grow has been a joy about my admiration for you, I cannot be coy. So let's enjoy today 
and be grateful for what God's promised. Thankful for your strength and example and your willingness to be honest. Today is your day, but we also uplift each other. I'm proud of you. I love you. I'm excited to uncover with one day at a time what we will yet still discover. Can I get some so snaps? Can I, get some, I get some snaps. I get some snaps. I gotta wipe my tears. Oh, you wipe your tears. You wipe those you made me tears. Cry again. Yeah. Thank you, babe. So so beautiful. So it was such a beautiful celebration. But I want to be honest. I think that it it might have been interesting for some people. Like, hmm, that's different. Well, you some know, of our family, kind of some of thing. our friends and family were sharing revelation with yes. us after we after all the speaking and understanding yes. the purpose and and and. Understanding the the, necess the necessity really to celebrate, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So as we lead, I mean, as we live our life, we try to live our life through the filter of Bible. We've talked about this many times before, and so in planning this and thinking about, you know, it was kind of like where did where did God celebrate in the Bible? Like where were there celebrations? And so obviously that took us to. Um, a, an absolutely perfect story for my situation, and that's the story of the prodigal son. Um, and so the, for those of you that don't really know that story, um, I'm going to have Russell just briefly read a little bit so you can kind of understand. Um, but the premise is, premise is that um, his son has gone out and lived life and done things that aren't probably pleasing to him or to God, um, but that he has come home. And so this is how the father reacts, starting at verse 20. Yeah, so Luke 15, 20, and he arose and came to his father. And I'm reading from the, the King James Version here. Mm -hmm. um, but when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight and am no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servants, bring forth the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring hither the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and be merry. For this is my son was for this. My son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found and they began to be merry. Oh, that's beautiful. And, you know, kind of when you're reading that, what stuck out to me, and that's a different version that I read or, than I had read yeah, earlier. I read King folks. James. I usually read New King was, James, NIV, I know. Message. I was looking but up anyway, something else. But I think, James? let me Start tell you, back. I think there was a reason that that, and I'm going to go with this, Our and this son. is not something we talked about. <laughs> but he said, when he came back, he put a ring on his finger, mm -hmm. and you gave me a symbol on, at our party, and that was my coin. Right. And I know a coin is not a ring, but it is a beautiful blinged out coin that my wonderful friend Irene Rollins sent me. And it is kind of a symbol. The ring is a symbol and my coin is a symbol. So there's obviously a reason we were supposed to read that yeah, version. Yeah. And I'm going to take it as that. Yeah, waiting for the fatty calf. Though. We're still waiting for that. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> we, did, we, we didn't have, have a pig. We, we, we had some chicken from Chick-fil-A, though. We, we, did, we did have some, some chicken, which our daughters, who were the only you know, two of the only three kids there, um, enjoyed that part. Anyway, I enjoyed a few of them, too. So it was just such a beautiful celebration. And the words that were spoken are so life-giving to me. Um, as I've gotten older, words of affirmation are definitely my love language. And every word that was 
written, whether in my journal that Russell, he had brought a, purchased and brought a journal that people could write in. And then people that wrote cards or wrote poems, I've now put them all in that journal. Um, and I plan to continue to have this journal and to keep it um, as something that I can look back on and add to as I get cards in the mail or celebratory things around my sobriety. Um, so that when I do have those times that I may struggle, which I don't right now, but I guess I'm just building up that toolbox of welfare, of a warfare when I do. Um, that I can sit and go back and read and just remind myself of um, how far God has really brought me. So after everyone uh, finished talking, um, Celia, you shared some very powerful words and a little brief anecdote of something that just occurred that day in, in someone who happened to be there at Club 164 mm -hmm. um, during our celebration. So I'm going to play a little clip that um, my aunt actually recorded um, of, of you speaking after everyone had spoken at the party. So I'm not sure if you could hear all of the details I was sharing because um, it was an audio recording, but while we were setting up and getting ready for the party to begin, um, there was a woman in the bathroom um, who reeked of alcohol and um, had been out drinking and found her way to the sober club because that's what it's for. It's a place to come if you need to talk to somebody. Um, and so we sat and talked with her for a little bit and she asked, what are you guys doing? Why are you setting up? And what's the big two balloon? Um, and so um, it was told to her that we were celebrating um, two years of, of my sobriety. And she shared with us that she has been trying to get sober since 1985. And she has yet been able to piece together two years of sobriety. Mm -hmm. And that really hit me because that could have been my story and that could be me. And honestly, that's the reason that we celebrate at the end of the day is that, yeah, it's weird to celebrate someone who stopped drinking because they probably shouldn't have been drinking in the first place. Let's be honest. But you know what? I did. It happened. Let's celebrate where we are now. And so I just want to encourage you to, if you have someone in your life who's going through sobriety or any addiction or anything that's hard, it could be food, it could be porn, it could be gambling, it could be anything. Celebrate the wins. Celebrate them. Okay. So we're going to move on and talk about how can we celebrate in our daily lives? I mean, obviously we don't always have time yes. or even resources to have an event or do everything we might envision or dream or wish we could do. Um, and we're only really promised 
today, right? So how can we in our marriage and our relationships with our kids, um, where we work in our in our businesses, in our community, whatever it may be, how can we celebrate on a daily basis? Hmm. That's good. I feel like I have been more aware of trying to celebrate people in my life and not just setting the happy birthday tax, but like, you know, paying attention and knowing that someone was going out for a job or my friend was up for a promotion or, you know what, her kid, you know, did really well in something. I can celebrate those things. It doesn't take but a couple seconds to send a text that says, hey friend, I am so proud of you. I'm proud of you as a mom and a wife and what you're doing. And I celebrate you today. Or here's a $10 Starbucks. I celebrate you. I love you. I'm proud of you. Like those little small things mean so much in relationship and in friendship. Um, I was actually on a book club last night and I was just sharing that I had to cancel plans with a friend last week and shout out to her because she, she listens and she's going to know I'm talking about her. I felt so bad about canceling her and I felt so much guilt and I was like, oh, what's she going to think of me as a friend? And, you know, I was in my own head and about half an hour or so after I canceled, across my phone comes a Dunkin' Donuts gift card and her telling me that she loves me and go have a cup of coffee on her. And like, I was like, God, those are the friends. Those are the people that I want in my life. The people that, you know, let me off the hook when I even mess up. So um, I just encourage you to celebrate your spouse, your child, even a, a good report at school. Um, how do you think as a man, how could you encourage men to celebrate their wives? Um, oh, you want to celebrate wives? Yeah, because I was like talking about celebrating my okay. friends. So I was going to ask you. Yeah, I just think you have to um, make the space and hold the space to listen, to uh, know what's going on in your marriage. If you're going to take it to the, we can go to the marriage part. Um, you really have to understand what's happening at work. And I know that can be hard mm -hmm. to understand what might be happening around the house. And I think I was thinking, you know, celebration is a form of expressing gratitude, right? And appreciation for someone and for what they've accomplished of what they've done. And sometimes I know, at least as men, there are a lot of things that may seem simple or a lot of things that go on, quote unquote, behind the scenes in a family to make family life go and make things happen. And so just taking time to recognize those things and to honor them mm -hmm. and to acknowledge them and celebrate them is, is in celebrating them really, all it takes is acknowledging them. Like, you know, sometimes we think about celebrating, we think about throwing a party or taking a trip or doing something extravagant, but it doesn't really have to be that. It can mm -hmm. just be just simple acknowledgement. It truly is the thought that counts. It truly is taking the time to express gratitude. Um, and, and then, you know, planning that celebration, of course, planning your, your date night, right? Yes. Um, and, and planning that time to invest into your marriage. But even thinking beyond that, about friends and your relationships, just in general, the same thing. Um, just like Sila said, taking that moment to text and to acknowledge is the thought that truly uh, counts to celebrate, to let someone know you see them, right? And I, and I think people are familiar with that phrase to let people know I see you. Um, I acknowledge you that you know you ex you're existing and you're living life and doing great things, and that you mean something to me and you mean something to other people. Um, I think that's just the most beautiful and powerful thing because we all get discouraged, we all have tough days, and we forget that we're loved, that we're valued, that, so that we're fiercely and wonderfully made yeah. um, and empowered um, you know, by God to, to love others and to serve others and to, and to do so many things and, and that we're worthy of whatever station in life that we hold, or perhaps we're worthy of even more and, and, and we're pursuing that unto God's glory. And so, um, you know, having that 
perspective. And I think that's what celebrating allows us to do is allows us to have a perspective and to memorialize um, an occasion. So, you know, it's beautiful in this day and age, you can pick up the phone, but you can also send a text. You can, you know, put something on social media to, to memorialize mm -hmm. a celebration as well. It's good to really have those memories and make those memories uh, and to memorialize the occasions of the things that that we've done and we've succeeded in because life is short and none of us are guaranteed uh, tomorrow. Yeah. So let's celebrate what we have today. Amen. Um, I wanted to share a verse that I recently heard that just speaks to me so much. And it's Proverbs 16, 24. Pleasant words are as a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and healing to the bones. And I feel that so deeply because when someone has given me a compliment or has, you know, acknowledged something that I've done, it is, it feels better to me than a gift. Sometimes you can, you know, go, anyone can spend their money, but to think and to say something and, and to, you know, use your words in a way, they really are healing to my soul. And I've experienced that. Um, I also want to say that celebrating someone um, builds confidence in them. It makes them feel proud of themselves. Um, it builds deposits of, of positive affirmation so that unfortunately in relationships, when you have to you know, tell them something that's a little difficult. They're a lot more receptive to accept it and to hear it when you have built them up with some positive, then they know you're not just being harsh yeah. on them. And that's something we try to do with our children. Mm -hmm. Celebration builds credibility, right? Yes. And I've struggled with this before where I felt like people tried to speak into my life who didn't have the credibility to, because they had not invested in me. They had not uh, been someone who expressed in kindness or encouragement or acknowledged my successes. Um, and, and the things that I did well before they could acknowledge my failures and point out what I should do, uh, what I could have done better. Right. And um, that made it very hard to to receive. Um, and so to receive you know, whatever critique or feedback that they wanted, particularly if it was unsolicited, um, you know, people want to lead with a critique as opposed to leading with an encouragement, acknowledgement. And, and, and I think um, it's more powerful when you can lead with, you know, this is what you've done well. I see this, this, and this, but you want to get even better. Here's what you do to do better, as opposed to leading with, you know, this is where you fell short. This is how you, you know, you suck. <laughs> you know, this is why. Yeah. Um, and I've unfortunately interacted with people who, who are like them, like, you know, this person never even trying to attempt it. What I attempted is not struggling with what I'm struggling with, but yet seem to have all the answers and, but never calls me to, you know, to, to express love or gratitude or appreciation for what I have succeeded in. And so, again, another reason we celebrate is, is to, is to um, ex express that love and create credibility and build a relationship with someone that we can, so we, then we can speak life into that person. We can, we can provide loving correction and, you know, loving correction and direction that will be received. Right. So we're sowing seeds, you know, we're, I, I use the African proverb before, I think on this podcast, you know, we dig the well before we need yes. the water. Right. And of course, you know, water, we know is, is key to life and on this planet is key is, is a metaphor throughout the Bible of, of water, of life giving water. So we want to sow those seeds. We want to, we want to water those seeds. We want to dig the wells in the relationships and people who matter to us. And we want to celebrate them. Um, so we have that credibility and, and build a foundation of love. I love it. All right. And I think um, the last thing before we close with our encouragement that I wanted to share, and this is this is more personal for me because I've been raised in an, in an environment and been around um, people that would celebrate out of guilt or out of 
Um, this is what I'm supposed to do. And their heart isn't really in it. So I'll, I'll call it a false celebration. Maybe we'll call it that. Um, I've experienced that a lot where there's an obligation to show up for somebody's celebration or perform yeah. for somebody's celebration. What you're supposed to do. Or what, yeah, exactly. Yeah. What you're supposed to do. And you do it um, for the world. You don't do it for that person. You're doing it to show others. And I just want to know, I just want people to know those people are spotted out very clearly. We, as the people that that's being done to, we can recognize a thousand percent when someone is there out of obligation or is there just for the tea or the gossip to bring it back to somebody. Um, so I just say, check your heart, you know, ask yourself, am I really going into a celebration or into an environment to celebrate somebody? And my heart is right. Because if it's not sit it out, it really doesn't benefit that person for you to go um, and bring your negativity. So and it goes back to, again, like I say, I like to put all things through Bible filter. So Proverbs eleven twenty one: death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit. Um, and so, you know, I just want to touch on that about, you know, be careful what you say, be careful with your attitude. If it's not right, don't, don't show up. So yeah, we all got people we know who show up for the plate when the of food, course. when the food's banging. And the plate to go and too. The, 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 no, they show up. Yeah, they're, the yeah, plate ooh. there and the plate to go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Don't try not to be one of those. Try not to be that person. <laughs> person. Check your heart. Yeah. If, Make if sure you're doing you know, it with the right if, intentions. If, if yeah, if you're not there with for the right intentions, then then keep it moving, right? And that's okay. Amen. That 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 may happen. Yeah. Um, you may get an invitation and you're not feeling it. So and be it. Fine. Or you may not be in a space that day to, to celebrate. And that, that can happen sometimes too. And that's real. Yeah. So, you know, but be genuine in your, in your, in your, uh, in your intent. And then you can enjoy your plate. <laughs> and you want to go. And you want to go. Oh, and some cupcakes. You know, we had a lot of cupcakes. We left, we left those behind at Club 164. So mm -hmm. anyway, I hope people were blessed on Saturday with those. Well, thanks guys for listening. And I hope that this encourages you to celebrate each other, even in the small things. Text your spouse, text your friend, encourage them, celebrate them. Yes, we all need yeah. it. Yes, indeed. Because life be lifing. <laughs>